The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN presents High School Basketball. High School Basketball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Up next is the Hogemeyer Hybrid Pregame Show. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And welcome back one final time, everyone, to Amherst for the final game of the Amherst Holiday Tournament where York goes for the sweep of the championship game, but they will have their hands full here with the undefeated hometown Amherst Broncos, who went 0-2 in this tournament last year and still went 21-4 and made it to the state tournament. Kind of a what York did. The York girls were 1-1 last year and went 21-4 and into the state basketball tournament. Doug, did it with you on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. St. Cecilia swept Grand... Uh, swept Carney Catholic earlier in our consolation games, and then York girls beat Amherst 53-34. to Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. For York, Dalton Snodgrass is still out. The 6'3 senior has not played since the end of the football season, but they hope to get him back soon here for Amherst. They're sitting in a full go capacity so good news and hopefully it stays that way for both teams our injury report brought to you by family physical therapy and sports center gillespie ag service in amherst is a very proud supporter of the amherst team and coaches and wish them the best of luck gillespie ag service your pioneer seed dealer the world depends on farmers but who can farmers depend on at pioneer our teams are dedicated to serving farmers year-round pioneer an american seed brand since 1926 hi this is stacy from builders in carney and grand island get expert advice from certified specialists at Builders. Whether you are ready to remodel or start building, Builders offers a high quality products and product knowledge with styles and features you will love and that fit your budget. Builders is a proud supporter of all Central Nebraska high school sports. Good luck area athletes. Tonight's starting lineup is presented by Five Points Bank. Better choices, better service. Welcome to Five Points Bank, a very proud sponsor of all our area teams and coaches. Five Points Bank can take your banking and make it simple. Five Points Bank in Grand Island and Kearney, the better bank. And let's take a look at the starting lineup for this afternoon's boys' championship game of the Amherst Holiday Tournament. And we will start first off with the Dukes of York, coached by Scott Lamberty, coming in with one loss, and that was by two to the Aurora Huskies. Starting things off, number four, six foot one inch senior is Garrett Ivy. Ivy averages 10 points per ball game. Number five, 5'11 senior, Marshall McCarthy. McCarthy averages just about a point a game. Leading scores, number 23, six foot senior, and Ryan Seavers, 19 points a game. He had 20 yesterday. Number 32, 6'2 senior, Barrett Olson. And number 34, 6'4", senior in Austin Feeney. The head coach, Scott Lamberty, assisted by Levi Loof, Andrew Johnson, and Derek Forbes. 5-1 and one now on the season for the York Dukes. Their only loss to Aurora wins over Ralston, Lexington, Elkhorn, Adams Central, and, of course, yesterday, the win over St. Cecilia. 
For Amherst, number one, 5'10", junior Austin Adelung. Number three, six-foot senior Nolan Elo. Number 11, 6'3", junior Carter Riesland. Number 21, 6'2", senior Scout Simmons. And number 23, 6'3", junior Tage Hadwiger. The head coach is Eric Rippin, assisted by Jalen Heiser, Nate Lothar, and Les Adelung, 8-0, ranked second and third in the state of Nebraska. Those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points At Plant Valley Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington, we are proud to have been serving the local communities of central Nebraska since 1982. Forty-plus years of taking good care of the best customers anywhere, from a great selection of pre-owned vehicles to new Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Chevrolet, Buick, Plant Valley Auto, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick are the only things you need to know for all your automotive needs. Sales, service, parts, tires, and so much more. Central Nebraska's leader in the automotive industry, Latinaliano, Lexington, Kearney, Heartland, Chevrolet, Buick, Lexington. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrid's pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark here. Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. The ball is in the air, and the opening tip will be controlled here by Amherst. York will come out, play man-to-man. Hadwiger off the screen, fires a three to start the ball game. It's no good, and the rebound will be brought down here by Barrett Olson. Olson switching in the starting lineup with Ryan Houston, but that's already determined ahead of time here uh, in this basketball game. Coach Lamberty telling us that yesterday that that is how things would play out here in this holiday tournament, regardless of how the game went yesterday. Ivy a deep three, and it's an air ball, and it's going to go out of bounds. So both teams start the basketball game with a three. Both teams miss that three-pointer, and it'll be Amherst with the basketball to bring the ball into the front court here. So into the front court with it is going to be Scout Simmons. Got him off to a good start yesterday. Kicks it back out here to Adelung. Adelung dropped the basketball, and they're going to call him for a double dribble. So a turnover here on the Broncos. Amherst didn't win a game in the tournament, which is played at Kearney Catholic last year. We played at Kearney Catholic next year. That's just the way they uh, go back and forth in this tournament. Fast break against the pressure, but nothing there underneath, so they'll kick it back out top here. And a long-range three is good. There's Seavers. That's the guy you got to watch. He had 14 of his 20 points in the fourth quarter yesterday, and York leads it by a score of 3 to nothing. Hadwiger's going to drive and spin it off the glass too hard. No good. Rebound brought down by Austin Finney. Gives it to Ivy. Ivy pushes it up the floor to Olsen. Spots up for three in transition. It's no good. Long rebound all the way to the top of the key, and Austin Finney... Will grab it. Boy, that ball really took off off the rim. And back into the offensive zone here for Seavers. Seavers gets it to Ivy. Ivy spins into the double team. Back out to Finney. Thought about the three. Instead, he'll drive and lay it up and in. Austin Finney using that 6-4 frame to make it 5-0 here in favor of the Dukes. Elo with it in the right-hand corner. Looking for some offense to get on the board here. Another jumper from the outside. No good. Rebound brought down by Garrett Ivy. Ivy will bring it across the timeline against Elo. Trying to face man-to-man pressure here. Ivy kicks it back out top to Olsen. Olsen brings it in on Hadwiger. Stops in the paint. Kicks it back out of the right corner to Austin Finney. York coming out on good, good energy here in the first two minutes of the ballgame. Seavers guarded by Elo. Back out to Ivy. And they'll have to reset it. Good defense here by the Broncos. The fans letting them know that right here. And now another three by Seavers off the front of the iron. No good. And Elo on the backside. Nolan will grab the rebound here for Amherst. Up the floor to Scout Simmons. Cross court. Hadwiger pulls up for three. And Tej knocks it down. First points of the ball game here for the Broncos. And now they can 
maybe relax a little bit here. Not worry about getting that off the schneid. Out to Olsen. Ball almost thrown away. He's able to run it down there, though. And they'll slow it down, get everybody back where they need to be. 5-3. Three minutes gone here in this boys' championship game. York on top of the undefeated Amherst Broncos. Long, long possession. Seavers finally decides to drive, puts it over the elongated hands of Riesland. Riesland ends up getting the rebound, and will head back the other way to Hadwiger. He's going to force his way into the paint, but before he can get to the basket, we're going to get a foul called on York. Austin Finney with the first foul of the game on either team. We told you the stats for York, Nolan Elo, 16 points. Tash Hadwiger, 15. Idalung, 11 per game here. Up top, Elo looking for that first three-point bucket for him as he loves to fire from the outside. Slow it down here a little bit. Back to Hadwiger. Sees some room on the baseline. He's going to take it strong to the hoop. Rejected. Got it back. Reverse layup. Nobody draws the foul. Seavers with good defense originally, and then after he got his own rebound, a foul will be called. So Hatterer will go to the line and shoot two. The foul was on Barrett Olson. That'll be his first. 4.21 to go here in the first quarter. Free throw good by Tage Hadwiger. 5-4. York goes to the bench, and checking in will be Ryan Houston. He started yesterday, and then Leighton Snodgrass. 6'5", sophomore, he played really well off the bench yesterday. Second free throw, Hadwiger, short, ball slapped out, and Seavers will take it away from his own team at Houston and then push it up the floor. 5'4", York, as Seavers will give it up in the right-hand corner to Snodgrass. Back up top to Ivy, some good offense out there. This York team scores 69 points per basketball game. Don't have to worry about that. Went down to 65, I guess, after yesterday. Ivy pulls up in the corner, 17-footer and a tough one. He'll knock it down. 7-4. to four. This has the potential to be the highest scoring game of the tournament. We'll see if that is exactly what happens. Adelung off the screen. Free throw line jumper. It's good. Austin Adelung with his first bucket. He was kind of stymied yesterday in the game against Kearney Catholic. Didn't really get anything going until the fourth quarter of that contest. Had a couple of threes for his six points. Now Ivy fires a three. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Hadwiger. Tage into the far right corner to Elo. He'll try the three. He'll hit the three. Nolan Elo with the three-point bucket in Amherst with their first lead. After falling behind 5 to nothing. it's 9-7 Broncos. Put the pressure on, easily breaking that zone pressure. They get it down to Snodgrass. Ball knocked away. Knocked away by Riesland, and then it falls into the hands of Simmons, who tries to fire it up the floor and throws it out of bounds. Wanted to get that quick bucket. Both these teams would love that. Checking into the ball game for Amherst will be Keegan Killen. And Riesland will check out. This is KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, and NewsChannelNebraska.com. Doug Duda with you. The final game of our 2022 season. We've got some other contests that are going on. The Kearney girls are going to tip it off here in just a few minutes down in Lincoln against Lincoln High. Here's a three-pointer. Snodgrass all net. We talked about him looking good yesterday. He hits his first shot here today. 10-9 York. 2.40 to go in the first quarter. Elo guarded by Snodgrass. Hands it off to Adelung. 
Seavers on him. Back to Elo. Long three straight away. Didn't hit anything. Out of bounds. Don't see that happen very often. None of the Elo boys usually miss everything. But three-point shooting right now. I've got Amherst two for four, and I've got York two for six. And York leads it by a score of 10-9. to nine. Take their time to break the press. Up ahead of the front court, they'll find McCarthy. McCarthy underneath the Seavers. Seavers didn't handle the basketball. It's turned over up the floor. Here comes Killen. Turns and hands it to the trailer, Simmons. Simmons into the right-hand corner. Snodgrass on him. Simmons fires the off-balance three. No good. The rebound brought down by Barrett Olson. And up the floor again with Seavers. Seavers into the corner. Snodgrass hit a three. Now he decides to drive into the paint. Puts it up over Hadwiger. Shot no good. Good defense by Tage, but an offensive rebound by Barrett Olson. Back up and in for his first bucket to go along with three rebounds. Elkhorn boys leading North Platte at the half, 28-23. And here's a three by Elo. Nolan Elo hits his second three-point bucket. 12-12. Time of the ball game here for Amherst. Seavers off the dribble penetration. And back and killing down. Then tries to get with a fancy backdoor pass to Snodgrass. And backed it off his leg and out of bounds. Turnover York. Snodgrass is going, I thought you were going to shoot it. Sorry, man. And that's exactly what it did look like. But not the case. And the ball comes back out here. Girls basketball, Lincoln Northeast upsets Pius 54-50. The winner of that will play Kearney or Lincoln High in the championship tomorrow. And that is on News Channel Nebraska. 14-foot jumper by Hadwiger, no good. Riesland slaps it off the defender, and he is able to get his own rebound now. Back up to Hadwiger, who walked, but no call. Your coach saying the same thing, one of the assistants anyway. Ball's going to go out of bounds off the Dukes. McCarthy with the deflection. Halftime, the Donovan Trumbull boys leading Hershey 32-16 in the championship game out there at Hershey. With it on the left elbow off the inbound. They'll hand it off to Scout Simmons. Reverse it over to Riley Fisher, who's checked in. They'll go to Hadwiger again in the corner. His three-pointer no good. Offensive rebound by Keegan Killen. Second opportunity here. And Simmons with it again. All by himself on the left wing. Posting up Hadwiger, working on Olsen. Wants to take him to the hoop. Great defense. Olsen won't let him get it away. He's got to give the ball back up to Killen, to Riesland, and to Simmons, and they'll reset it. We're now down to 15 seconds to go here in the first quarter, and Amherst will play for the last shot. Tied with York, 12 apiece. Scout Simmons against Seavers. Has to stop. Skip pass got deflected away. Picked up at the horn here. Will they get a shot? Yes, they will. Simmons for three. Got it. Great hustle by Keegan Killen to keep that alive. And Scout Simmons knocks down the three-pointer to end the first quarter. And Amherst will take a 15-12 lead over the York Dukes into quarter number two of the Amherst Holiday Boys Championship game on ESPN. 
Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Back in the Carney Towing Repair broadcast booth here on ESPN at the Amherst Holiday Tournament, bringing you the boys' championship game while Carney Towing and Repair is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. We go to the start of the second quarter here, and it will be York basketball trailing by a score of 15 to 12. They jumped out 5-0, then Amherst went up 9-7. York took the lead back, and Amherst gets the last two three-pointers to get the three-point lead. Olsen for three. He's got another one. Barrett Olsen gets his second bucket of the ball. Game ties it at 15 on the outlet. They'll get it to Adelung for three. Tries to answer. It's no good. Rebound brought down by Ryan Houston. And here comes Ivy trying to get the lead back. Olsen pull up three all the way down. Out no good. Rebound brought down by Carter Riesland. And it will be Amherst to slow it up a little bit here with Scout Simmons. Dribbles to the right side, guarded by Ivy. Down on the low block, working it inside against Finney as Hadwiger makes a nice pass for the layup. Carter Riesland. Riesland with the layup off the assist from Tage Hadwiger. 17-15 Broncos. Olsen, skip pass. They get it out there to Houston into the right-hand corner. Nothing. Seavers is on the bench for a little extra time to start the quarter for York. Nobody had more than one bucket in the first quarter for York. Elo had the two threes to lead the way for Amherst with six points. Between the circles with it is Ryan Houston. 90 seconds gone here in the quarter. Off the backdoor cut, they get it to Ivy. Nothing there. Up top, Houston. Three-pointer no good. A rebound brought down by Amherst. Carter Riesland with his fourth. No fouls yet on Amherst. Two have been called on York, so pretty clean there. Turnovers 3-2. to two. York has the extra one. Elo with it. Guarded here by Barrett Olsen. Been a battle through the first 10 minutes of this ball game. Riesland off the curl screen to Simmons. Straight away, 16-footer. No good. Rebound brought down by Garrett Ivey. Amherst gets back on defense. Ivy stops at the 28-foot line into the corner. Finney, backdoor wide open. Finney feeds Houston, and Houston hits the layup. Houston was all the way in the other corner, but saw that the lane hadn't been filled, so he comes on the cut, and we're tied at 17. Elo with it up top to Simmons. York staying in that man-to-man defense. Pass gets deflected, but out towards midcourt. Hadwiger is there. Lobs it into the corner for Adelung. Adelung comes down the baseline. Got bumped. Got rid of it to Riesland. Missed the little bunny. Ball's tipped out. Rebound brought down by McCarthy. He'll quickly get rid of it to Ivy. Middle of the floor to Houston. Houston dribbles into the paint. Kicks it back out to Ivy. Reverses it right side to Olsen. Jump stop in the lane. Ran into Hadwiger. Going to get a foul called. Hadwiger left his feet. 
And Tage is going to have the first foul of the game here for Amherst. Two free throws for Barrett Olsen, who now has five points in the basketball game, trying to break our 17-17 tie. And trying to clean something up in the middle of the floor. While they do that, we can tell you that our high school basketball action is brought to you by Currency, makes financing quick, easy, and secure. For heavy machinery, ag equipment, trucks, trailers, and more, visit GoCurrency.com for details. Now we're ready. The first of the two free throws is in and out, no good. Snodgrass and Seavers back in now for York. And the second free throw now coming up for Barrett Olsen. On the way, and that one is good. So Olsen gets one of two. He's got six points. York back on top by a score of 18 to 17. Elo into the front court, lanes open, brings it to the high post, and then throws it between the wickets of Hadwiger and out of bounds. Turnover number three. Bertrand Lady Vikings beat Elm Creek to win the championship of the Elm Creek Holiday Tournament, 51-39. The Holdridge boys lead Lincoln Lutheran go into the fourth quarter, 43-38. Crete over the Northwest boys, 47-24 after three quarters in their consolation game. Jumper for York, no good. Rebound brought down by Scout Simmons. Up ahead, he gets to Hadwiger. Hadwiger wants to go coast to coast. Flies by four people and missed the layup. Stuck on the rim. Finney gets the rebound. A little frustration right now. Amherst only has a one bucket here in the first three minutes of the second quarter. Ivy off the ball screen. He's doubled. Gives it a corner to the three. Snodgrass. It's good. Leighton Snodgrass, two for two from downtown. York back up by four, 21 to 17. Broncos need to find a way to get things going here offensively. Elkhorn leading the North Platte boys, 38-35 after three. Right elbow with it is going to be Hadwiger. Fakes the handoff, faces now into Finney. Back up Simmons, a deep three. That's no good. Rebound brought down by Austin Finney. They could take that shot anytime. Fast break, Ivy. Turns, kicks it to Olsen. Got his defender in the air. Now had nobody to pass it to, and Adelung takes it away. First turnover of the quarter for York. They've got four in the ball game. Again in the girls' game, York pulled away for a 53-34 win over Amherst in the title game. We'll talk more about that at the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Hadwiger spins into the double team, gives it off to Riesland. Snodgrass blocked it. It's saved by Finney. Nice job by the Dukes. Up the floor, Seavers. He's going to take it in with a Euro step and miss the reverse layup. Follow shot by Snodgrass won't go. Another rebound by Riesland. He's got a game-high five. The tempo picking up, but nobody's scoring. 21-17, York. Again, still stuck on 17. Elo, a deep three. Boy, they're settling for some deep threes. It's no good. Hatwiger, the rebound. Packed up and in, and he's fouled. So, Tage Hatwiger with the offensive putback. And that'll make it 21-19. Chance to cut it to one here. On the foul against... Leighton Snodgrass, his first of the game. Snodgrass, uh, Hadwiger was one of two at the line in the first quarter and has a chance to finish this one off, and he does. So the three-point play by Tage Hadwiger, and that'll make it 21-20, York by one. 3-10 to go here in the second quarter of the championship game on ESPN Tri-Cities. 
With it, Finney back to Snodgrass. Left wing, top of the key, he'll find McCarthy. Over to Houston in the right-hand wing. Seavers is down in the corner. They haven't been getting him the ball very much here. Try to run him off the screen. Good switch by Amherst. Still can't get the ball to Seavers. Trapped in the right-hand corner now is Finney. And we are going to get a foul called right in front of the Amherst bench. They didn't think so. They had a two-on-one. They had him trapped. He'd lost his dribble. And they call Riley Fisher for his first foul. Second team foul. York ball on the baseline. Houston to throw it in. Off the screen. They'll finally get it to Seavers, but he's deep in the corner and nowhere to go. He's trying to dribble out of there. Gets it back up top to Finney. Finney back up top. Reverse it, Seavers. Seavers ball fakes. Starts to try. Boy, Amherst doing a good job on him, but there's another foul. Seavers getting crossed up there with Keegan Killen, and Killen ended up getting him with the leg. His first foul and the team's third. College football update. Maryland a winner today over North Carolina State, 16-12. 8.50 to go in the fourth quarter. Pittsburgh has scored 17 in a row. They lead UCLA 31-28. Halftime, South Carolina 24, Notre Dame 17. And with two minutes to go in the first quarter, Wyoming 14, Ohio 8. Tonight it's the Orange Bowl, 7 o'clock, Clemson and Tennessee here on ESPN. Snodgrass, a three at the top of the key, off the rim, off the glass, no good, and over the back going to be called here. On Ryan Houston. He got the rebound, but they say a little too much contact to get it. No press here by the York Dukes. Instead, they'll allow Amherst to bring it up uncontested. Donovan Trumbull boys leading Hershey 49-27 after three quarters in the title game at Hershey. High post, they get it to Hadwiger. Fakes the handoff to Elo, looks for the back cut, not there. Back over to Nolan. Elo starts to drive from the three-point line, then backs up. Skip pass over to Fisher. Ball fake into the paint. Wrap around, no shot. Back up top to Hadwiger. Hadwiger, left side of the key. Powers it up and missed it again. Page kind of having a tough one, taking it to the rack here. That's about the third one that hasn't crawled over the rim. Finney with his fifth rebound. 21-20, York, 140 to go here in the second quarter. Up top with it, Finney. No lack of energy in the first 15 minutes of this game. Ivy back over to Houston, kickstart to the right wing. Tries to lob it back over for Snodgrass and actually hit the glass. Turnover here for York. He didn't mean to throw it off the backboard. Deflects to the Broncos. Killing with it on the left wing. Back up top, driving Elo, lost the handle. York got a hand on it. Off the window, it's no good. Finney with another rebound to Ivy. Throws it over his head in the corner to Houston for three. It's no good. Defensive board brought down by Tage Hadwiger. Somebody needs to make a bucket. One minute to go in the first half. 21-20 York. Simmons to Hadwiger. And we're going to get a timeout called here by Amherst. It's the first one of the ball game with 53 seconds remaining in the first half of play. It's York 21, Amherst 20. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. Looking for your next vehicle? With the ongoing inventory shortage and unpredictable markets, look to your local family-owned dealership at Hastings Ford Lincoln for guidance and reassurance. We're the same dealership that made a bold commitment to not sell any of our new vehicles over MSRP when prices started to rise over three years ago. A commitment which we proudly continue to honor still to this 
Father's Day. Many things may have changed since then, but rest assured that our values and commitments have not. Join our family at Hastings Ford Lincoln. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. That is one smart dog, isn't it, folks? Doug Duda back with you here. Don't forget that we are running towards the end of the month. It's time to name another ESPN Tri-Cities Athlete of the Month, brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Just go to ESPNSuperstation.com. Tell us why an athlete at your school or a neighboring school is the best this last month. Your favorite athlete could be our next Athlete of the Month. One boy, one girl. We'll have one right after the first of the year again. Brought to you by B&B Carpet. And again, we've had... Amherst well represented on that before. Out of the timeout. Adelung, he's having all kinds of trouble. The ball gets deflected. Hadwork picks it up in the paint, kicks it into the corner. Open three for Elo, but it's short, no good. The ball hits the floor. Barrett Olsen finally runs it down. By the way, Micah O'Neill, SEM, Hyatt Collins, Adams Central, last month's winners of our Athlete of the Month. And York's going to hold for the last shot. Ivy out at midcourt, 20 seconds. Amherst, not much offense here in this second quarter. Only five points for the Broncos. Down to 10, we're ready to go. Ivy on the left wing. They got it to Seavers. Off the ball screen, he's double teamed. Back to Ivy. Skip pass into the corner to Snodgrass. And stolen away by Hadwiger. A running three at the horn, no good. But he made the steal and didn't allow York to get a shot off at the halftime buzzer. It's been a pretty good one, maybe a little lower scoring than we would have thought. Wasn't anything that happened here in the last two and a half minutes. York 21, Amherst 20 in the boys' championship game of the Bronco Holiday Tournament. Amherst 8-0, ranked as high as number two in Class C2, taking on a York team that is in the top ten in Class B with a record of 5-1. and one. We'll be back with a recap of today's action, first-half stats, and more. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report is next on ESPN Tri-Cities. Relationships matter. Success in agriculture depends on many things. This is Michael Bauer with Town & Country Bank. Among the most important are relationships that you can count on. Relationships with people who understand the risks you face, who help navigate complicated situations, and who deliver on their promises. We at Town & Country Bank are people you can count on. Relationships matter. Town & Country Bank. Member FDIC. At Friesen Ford and Aurora, we are breaking the notion that car buy-in has to be a stressful process. Instead, we're making it a simple and easy process. Since our entire staff has you, the customer, as our first priority. But don't take our word for it. Here's what our customers have said. Easiest purchase we've ever made. Awesome place to buy a car. Great service. This was a wonderful experience. Experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today. Located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off I-80 in Aurora, or anytime at FriesenFord.com. Does your business need help financing new construction equipment, trucks, or trailers? Or do you need financing for a new motorhome, fifth wheel, or ATV? Currency is here to help. Just fill out an application, and Currency Finance will find a lender offering the best rates and terms. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. 
Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA, currency pursuant to CFL license 60DB0-54873. And welcome back. It's time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure. Serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Halftime of the boys game. And York leads it by a score of 21-20 to over Amherst. Earlier today in the consolation games, Hastings-St. Cecilia ends up with the sweep over Kearney Catholic, winning the girls' game 56-48. to Avery Christinger had 22 points, five threes. Tatum Krikak with 12. Ryan Sabatka, 10.7 rebounds. Kearney Catholic was led by Jenna Cruzy with 14. Alexis Kime with 13. 10 from London Carnes, 8.6 rebounds for Callie Squires. In the boys' game, St. Cecilia wins at 51-41. to A balanced once again, Hayden DeMuth with 12. Quinn Rosno with 11. 9 for Cooper Butler, 8 for Braxton Wiles. Carney Catholic was led by Landon Adil with 18. Carson Murphy and Owen Axman with 9 apiece. It was a good start for the Amherst girls. They just couldn't keep it going in the ball game today. They led York 11-10 to after one, but were down 27-16 at half, and York wins it 53-34. to They hit 10 three-pointers in the ball game, including 7 of 12 in the first half, 15 points for Mia Burke, 12 for Kirsten Portwine, 10 for Chloe Cook, 9 points, 10 rebounds for Lauren Hagedone. Hannah Herrick had 27 of the 34 points for Amherst and Coach Brandon Rohr joins us here and coach uh, I, I know in the end playing these bigger teams these experienced teams these state tournament teams uh, are good things but you also you want to win I know yeah. that you want to win your own holiday tournament what was I guess the obvious question what was the problem of trying to get somebody else involved besides Hannah offensively it looked like especially in the third quarter you were trying to definitely set some plays but just couldn't get much spacing out there today. Yeah, we, we tried to get her off some ball screen action there um, at third. Um, you, you know, York really challenges you. They're, they're athletic on-ball defenders. They're, they're in the gaps. They give good gap help, and they're super physical, and they're really good at, you know, being able to help in the gap and then recover quickly and, and uh, make it really hard. So it, it's, it's a good game to play. I felt like we were playing the Golden State Warriors <laughs> there for a while, the way they were shooting the ball. But, you know, we only turned it over 13 times. I thought we were getting shots. Sometimes it's just a matter of, you know, a great possession can be decided by whether or not the ball goes in or, or out of the basket. I thought sometimes on both ends where, you know, I thought we did our job sometimes and the shot, they, they made a three and there were some times where we got the look that, that, that we wanted, that we made before, and it didn't, just didn't go in. So it's a good challenge for us to really be able to move the ball and, and uh, find ways to get in the paint and get people open. But uh, now they're, they're a great defensive team, so it was a really good challenge for us. Yeah, it was some of that typical state tournament Class B basketball type of lower scoring, long possessions. And yeah. the thing was, of all those threes they took, there was only a couple of them where maybe somebody was wide open right behind the arc. Portwine shooting two, three, four feet behind the line, and they're still knocking them down. There'll be days that that doesn't happen, but it did happen today. And so I'm sure you were your game plan was, hey, go ahead, and, and if you – Make 33%, we can live with that. And they made 55%. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you know, as we, we told the girls early on, it was kind of like Garden Broken Bow where they have four guards and they're going to try to play four out and, and move the ball and you got to be able to be there on the catch. And I thought we, we had a couple breakdowns where the wings didn't come out because they had somebody in the corner and we needed to come out. But otherwise, I mean, you, you got to live with some of those shots. And and uh, they, they were good enough to put the ball in the basket. And, uh, you know, especially the, that stretch late there, we were within five with two minutes. They had that minute-long possession there, and they banged a, a tough corner three, and then we kind of get caught in that, 
you know, just one of those incidental fouls there, and they make three free throws to end the half, and, you know, it goes from 5 to 11, and then we, we came out and got stops in that third quarter. Couldn't really score it as much, but, you know, there's a couple of little segments in there that if some of those uh, shots turn into stops, I, I really like our chances. I'll, I'll just We're with Brandon Rohr of Amherst. I'll probably phrase it a little bit differently here, though, but Gothenburg kind of did it. These girls kind of did it. If other teams just try to take, and the funny thing is, if they tried to take away Hannah, she was doubled all day, and that's how great the performance was. She had 27 points, and she was doubled all day long out there. What what do you believe your girls' confidence level is in shooting the basketball? I, I talked about that with Coach Langan for the Kearney Catholic Boys yeah. and some others. you got some kids that just haven't been used to being shooters. What do you think their confidence level is? No, I, I think they're fine. I, I think, you know, we just told them to keep buying into the process. And, you know, like Morgan the other day, today uh, she didn't she didn't make any threes, but the other day she had a career-high 17. And so you, you put in all that work outside of practice, in practice with a great focus, and it's not always going to mean the ball's going to go in, but it, it gives you the best opportunity. And so, you know, we just got to keep – the thing that I like about our girls is they're not afraid. I thought today there was a couple times we could have pulled it but didn't. But throughout the course of the year, they're not yeah. afraid. They're not hesitant. And I think there's a big difference between taking good shots and the ball not going in versus being hesitant shooters. And I, I, our, our girls definitely aren't hesitant. And, you know, I told them when we play the second half of the schedule, we're, we're going to feel like Gothenburg and like Carney Catholic and like York today where we're going to be the bigger, stronger, more aggressive opponent. And we're, we're going to see dividends from this for sure. Brandon, boy, how do you balance practicing – and keeping the girls fresh because you got four games next week, including a couple of marquees. The game with Overton could be for the conference championship. You're playing in the Kearney Girls Classic next Saturday. Um, talk about that week. Yeah, you know we've never we never played four games before. We had the opportunity to jump in that that jamboree game against St. Mary's, and that'll be an awesome game, great experience for our kids. You know we have an awesome group who loves to compete, loves to play for the city of Amherst, and. Uh, I, They'll be ready. They'll be ready. But it's just more on some of those days we got to manage minutes and we gotta we got to really focus on the execution and the focus part of practice versus the, the all-out effort and the conditioning, I think. All right, Coach. Happy New Year. We'll see you in 2023, man. Thank you so much. Brandon Rohr, head coach of your Amherst Lady Broncos. Come up short today. Great performance by Hannah Herrick, and they're going to be really busy, and we'll get to see them a few times, uh, especially as we get closer to the conference tournament. Let's go ahead and run down some stats here really quick for you as we've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report here on ESPN. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. It was a Friday, and I had that whole weekend not knowing just that I had breast cancer. And I waited for the phone call, and I took actions into my own hand to find Chopur. I'm the medical oncologist, hematologist at Mary Landing Hospital at Morrison Cancer Center. Even though he is not originally from here, he knows the Nebraska ways. Nebraskans are honest, hardworking, open-minded, open-hearted people. They are always ready to fight back, and that is something I have admired because I have it in my blood, too. He's not just your doctor. He's your friend. He's, he's there to take care of you. He's kind of like family. My name is Dr. Sitka Chopur, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. Quick rundown of some of those first-half stats. First off for York, 
We have Garrett Ivey, two points, two rebounds. Marshall McCarthy, a rebound. Leighton Snodgrass, two threes, six points, a rebound, and a block. Ryan Seavers, just one three-pointer and a rebound. Ryan Houston, two points and a rebound. Barrett Olson, six points, four rebounds. Austin Finney, two points, six rebounds. Twelve in the first, nine in the second. Twenty-one points, sixteen rebounds. One out of two at the free-throw line. Four of twelve from three-point land. One block, six turnovers. For Amherst, Austin Adelung, two points. Nolan Elo, a pair of three. Six points and a rebound. Keegan Killen, a rebound. Carter Riesland, two points, five rebounds. Scout Simmons has a three and one rebound. And Tej Hadwiger, seven points, four rebounds. Fifteen points in the first, but only five in the second. Twenty points, twelve rebounds. Two out of five at the free throw line. Three of eleven from three-point land. Only three turnovers as we go to the third quarter. 21-20 York. But Amherst will get the ball, and Adelung at top of the key, deep, deep three. It's no good, and the rebound brought down by Barrett Olson. And who will make more threes? Maybe that's what this is going to come down to. You have the whole half to set up a play, and you take a 23-footer. I've never really quite understood that. You usually come out with a set play. But if you knock down that three, you get the crowd into it. Seavers comes over to the left elbow. He wants to get going, too. He had a slow start yesterday, tries to get it down to Finney, knocked out of bounds by Carter Riesland. Riesland may have had the best first half of anybody in a red and white uniform. He's not in there to score, but he got a bucket. He had five boards. He kept some other plays alive, had one or two of the steals. Ivy to throw it in off a couple of screens, fighting through the screen. A foul going to be called here on maybe Hadwiger. That is exactly right. That'll be Tage's second. He is the only player in the game now with two. There just weren't very many fouls called in the first half. Inbounds pass, Seavers drives, kicks it out of the right wing here for McCarthy. He's just not a shooter. So you can kind of sag on him. Adelung is the defender on him. Seavers is guarded by Elo. Back over to Ivy. Sim, Scout Simmons on him. Down on the low block. Olsen got inside. Turn around, layup. Missed it, though. And the rebound brought down by Carter Riesland, who breathes a sigh of relief. Up ahead, Hadwiger. He wants to go coast-to-coast. Pulls up from five, and he got fouled on the arm. He stopped and did a big 360 move instead of taking it right to the rim, and it got the defender off balance. And the foul will be called here on Barrett Olson, his second. Hadwiger is two of three at the line. Seven points, eight points as he knocks that one down. 21 apiece. First minute is gone here in quarter number three. And the second free throw is up, and it is in. So right back on top here for the Broncos, 22-21. As Ivy brings it across the timeline, seeing how Simmons shades him to the right, Seavers. Rotating it, trying to get it to Seavers off a couple of screens. High post, they get it to Finney. Finney can't hand it off. Back to Seavers, fakes the three. Now has some room on the dribble penetration. Dribbled it off his foot and turned the ball over. Hadwiger will give it over to Simmons. That's a bad break there for Seavers as he had some room. Three-pointer, Hadwiger on the left wing. No good. Rebound brought down by Finney. Amherst has gotten away from trying to get the ball inside here. Long outlet pass. Now inside Finney, kicks it out. There's Seavers for an open three, and it's a rounded out, no good. Then he's over the back trying to follow his shot. Scout Simmons got the rebound. Ryan Seavers off the miss three with his first personal foul. The Kearney girls jump out to a quick 9-3 lead over Lincoln High in the Hack semifinal. 
So that's a good start for the Kearney girls. And after the uh, addition of a couple more minutes, they now lead it 11-5. Donovan Trumbull boys beat Hershey 58-36. Holdridge boys fall to Lincoln Lutheran. Lutheran came back to win that game 63-58. And the jumper no good. Hadwiger the rebound. And they kick it out to Adelung for three, and he got it. The whole crowd groaned because Hadwiger gave it to Riesland, who was a foot from the basket, and Riesland kicked it into the corner, and they get three instead of two. 25-21 in favor of Amherst. They start the second half on a 5-0 run. Five and a half to go in this third quarter of play. And Ivy gets it back over to Finney. Off the screen, Seaver. Man, he was open. They didn't get it to him. Ivy spins in the paint. Turnaround jumper off the heel. No good. Rebound brought down by Nolan Elo, his second. Now the fans starting to get into it a little bit. Hadwiger on the left wing. Up top, Elo. Going to move in on Seavers. Draws the foul off the glass and in on the finish for Nolan Elo. Amherst, a 7-0 start to the half. And Coach Lamberty says we better call a timeout. A full-length timeout here for the York Dukes. 5-10 to go in the third quarter of play. The foul on Ryan Seavers, his second, and a three-point play opportunity for Nolan Elo when we return. 27-21 Amherst. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. Who needs Rudolph when you can have a Ram? During the big finish at Tom Dinsdale CDJR, ditch the reindeer games and get a new 2022 Ram 1500 limited crew cab with $7,000 in discounts and rebates. What beats 12 days of Christmas? How about 90 days of no payments? You'll be shouting out with glee at Tom Dinsdale CDJR on Hastings north side or tom dinsdale cdjr.com must finance through chrysler capital offer expires december 31 2022 ravenna sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement from the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job ravenna sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project you fill it up and they pick it up no more making several trips back and forth to the dump Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. And out of the York timeout, a chance at a three-point play here for Nolan Elo, and the free throw is good. So Elo knocks it down, and after scoring his five points in the second quarter, it is an 8-0 start in the first three minutes of the third quarter here for Amherst, and they've got their biggest lead, 28-21. Seavers, he's got to get it going here for York, you would think. Carney girls leading Lincoln High 13-5 into the first quarter in the Hack semifinals. Olsen bouncing on, bouncing off Simmons, no good. Rebound, Riesland had it. Seavers punched it out of his hand. It's still loose, and it'll be picked up by Scout Simmons. To Elo, to Adelung, pull up three, it will not go. And the backside rebound out of bounds off Carter Riesland, who was trying to hustle over there and pick it up. Nice crowd on hand. See a few coaches that have come over to scout this one. Grand Island Central Catholic coaches are over here watching this one. They've got the late game in their holiday tournament today. Of course, Amherst and Central Catholic battled in that sub-district last year and, and the same one again this year. We've got Snodgrass back in here to the ball game for York. So is Houston. Ivy runs and a one-hand runner in the lane from eight. Sticks on the rim and falls through for Garrett, and that breaks the drought here. That had extended for nearly six minutes. They were on 21 forever in the third or second quarter as well. 
And a foul away from the basketball. York runs through a screen. I'm going to call that one on Houston. Ryan with his second. That's the fourth foul here in the quarter already. 4-0-7-0-3rd, 28-23 Amherst. Nice play, Houston. He picked off the pass. He'll go to the other end, and he'll get hammered by Elo. Elo frustrated with what happened there. Nolan Elo with his first personal foul, first foul of the half. And Ryan Houston makes up for a foul at one end with a steal and an opportunity to score a couple of points here at this end. So let's see if Houston can get it going. Overton girls leading Ravenna after one, 11-9 at the Ravenna Holiday Tournament. Earlier, Ravenna cruised over Franklin in the boys' consolation game. And Sandhills-Thetford beat Franklin in the girls' consolation game. Free throw here is no good. Second free throw on the way, and it is good. So Houston gets one of two, and that'll make it 28-24. In favor of Amherst. Off to a good start here in the third quarter of play. Elo swings it right side. Simmons, both teams in that stout man-to-man. Get it down to the baseline. Elo forces the shot. Won't go. Snodgrass with the rebound. Elo tried to poke it away, but Layton holds on. And he'll hustle up the floor. Seavers got bumped off balance, and they let it go. He puts it up. And in, Seavers with his first two-point bucket of the ball game. And that makes it 28-26. So a little retribution out of the timeout here for York. They've got five in a row. And Amherst going to slow it down for a moment. Both coaches standing, assistant coaches standing. Here's a spin move. Hadwiger hadn't shot in a while. He short-armed it again. He got his own rebound, and he's going to be fouled. His sixth board. Foul is on Garrett Ivey. That'll be the first on Ivey. Fifth of the half. No shots. So it will be Amherst ball underneath their own hoop. This is KXPN Kearney, Amherst Riverdale, and KICS Hastings Junietta. Three on the inbound. Adelung just can't get him to go. And a rebound brought down by Ryan Houston. One of five in the quarter. Four of 16 in the game. Here's Houston powering it to the hoop, but he missed. Ball tipped out. Finney will grab it for his eighth rebound. And a chance to tire, take the lead for York. Seavers. Man, he's getting frustrated. There's somebody on him all the time. This time it's Hadwiger. Ivy holds the ball between the circles, waits for some movement. Ball screen here, looks for Finney on the inside, not there. Houston top of the circle, back into Finney. Spins with the left hand and scores. Austin Finney ties the ball game. So seven in a row for York after Amherst got eight in a row, and we're tied at 28 with 2.30 to go. Third quarter of play, and another foul. This time it's an illegal screen on the offense of Amherst. And that is on Tej Hadwiger, his third. Not what Amherst was looking for. And a chance for York to take the lead. So they've settled in after giving up that 8-0 start to the quarter, and Amherst has been stuck on 28 now for over three minutes. Too many droughts in this game. In the corner, Olsen contested three, and he hit it. Barrett Olsen drops down the three, and York now with 10 in a row, 31-28. And a three at the other end, Hadwiger, no good. Rebound pulled down by Marshall McCarthy. 
Amherst is so good about getting it inside, and there's a travel on Seavers. He was going to take a three, changed his mind. York turns it over. But Amherst went in trouble. It would be better, it would seem, to try and get that ball inside. It's not like York's got a big power guy in there. Hadwig still in the game with three fouls and a minute 45 to go here in the third. But they have not scored now for three and a half minutes. Driving Simmons back out to Adelung. Adelung off the hip, nearly carried the basketball. Switches over, takes another three, and that one's all the way down and out. No good. Rebound brought down by Snodgrass, and his outlet pass is going to be picked off. Simmons fouled, shot. No, he'll get a two-free throw opportunity, though. Scout Simmons with a beautiful defensive play and then took that baby to the rack. Scout hit a three at the start of the ball game and nothing since. This will be his first free throw of the contest. And it's on the way no good. Trying to get Amherst off of 28 where they have been for since the 5-10 mark, there's 122, second free throw finally. One goes in. And Scout Simmons now with four points in the basketball game. 31-29. York by two in the championship. York won the girls game, 53-34. St. Cecilia swept Carney Catholic in the consolations, 56-48 in the girls, 51-41 in the boys. Up top with it, Houston. Guarded out there. By Killen, kicks it out for a three. Olsen all the way around and down. Olsen hits the three-pointer. Boy, it looked like it was going to spin out his second three of the quarter. Here's Riesland open, 12-footer good. Carter Riesland doesn't shoot much, but he gets his second bucket of the ball game. 34-31, and with 40 seconds to go, York will walk it up, probably play for the last shot here of the third quarter. The North Platte boys beat Elkhorn this afternoon. 61-57 to is an update for you. And we'll have more as this one moves along. Houston dribbling in place, 20 seconds. Gives it to Seavers, 15 seconds. Trying to clear it out one-on-one against Simmons. Takes him to the right side. Got him in the air. Lets him fly by and scores. Seavers knocks it down. Still five seconds. Amherst scouts Simmons from half court. Oh, he might have got fouled. They didn't blow the whistle right in front of the official. Just good defense by Seavers. And we go to the fourth quarter. It was an 8-0 start to the quarter. Amherst was up seven, but now they're down five. York after being down 28-21, closes the quarter on a 15-3 run to equal their largest lead of the game. York 36, Amherst 31. We head to the fourth quarter after this on ESP. Gillespie Ag Service in Amherst is a very proud supporter of the Amherst team and coaches and wish them the best of luck. Gillespie Ag Service, your Pioneer seed dealer. The world depends on farmers, but who can farmers depend on? At Pioneer, our teams are dedicated to serving farmers year-round. Pioneer, an American seed brand since 1926. 
When experience matters, ENT Physicians and Family Hearing of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994, along with speech therapy services. With our main office located in Kearney and nine satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Smith at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you. One of seven from three-point land in that quarter for Amherst, and York will get the ball to start the fourth quarter of play here. 38-31, to 36-31, to 31, excuse me. And first shot by Ivy is good. Garrett Ivy starts the fourth quarter with a short little jump shot, and that means the biggest lead of the ball game here for York against undefeated Amherst. Give you some numbers here in just a moment. Each team is led by seven, but what a turnaround by York here. Hadwiger up top, drives in, bumps off the defender Finney, got the ball back, swings it out top, Elo to the right elbow. Can't get the shot back over to Adelung. Adelung to the free throw line, a little floater up and in. Austin Adelung now with seven points in the basketball game, 38-33. to We'll see how much pressure either team wants to put on after made buckets. Nothing much here as Ivy between the circles gives it off to Houston. Houston into the lane, dumps it down to Finney, right back out top. McCarthy, he's not going to shoot it even though he was open. And back over to Ivy. Ivy, six points, 12 for Barrett Olsen leads the way. Seavers just with seven. Elo and Hadwiger nine apiece for Amherst and Adelon with seven. Ivy trying to put on a dribbling clinic here. They get it back out. McCarthy over to Houston. Back to Ivy. Ball poked away by Elo. Elo dies for it. Couldn't get it. Ivy picks it back up at midcourt. Into the paint. The runner off the heel. No good. Fight for the loose ball. York trying to get it. Hadwiger off of him. Boy, Houston and Ivy were both there and kind of bumped off each other, and Hadwiger couldn't secure it. Both teams have four timeouts remaining. Jump ball will go to Amherst. If we have one, we haven't had a jump ball yet in the game. On the baseline, it'll be York basketball leading at 38-33. Into Barrett Olsen. The paint's open. He drives in. There's a charge. Scout Simmons took the charge. there For the first time, really wasn't a whole lot of people in the paint, so you had a lot of time to analyze that one. And Barrett Olsen with his third personal foul. Player controls, so no one and one. It is the seventh foul of the half on York. Three have been whistled on Amherst. Our high school basketball on ESPN, brought to you by Florang Chiropractic and Wellness, the Tri-Cities only board-certified sports chiropractor located in Kearney at florangchiropractic.com. As we wipe up a little perspiration on the floor, our next basketball Tuesday here on ESPN, Kearney High will be hosting North Platte. And then on Tuesday on the Vibe 98.9, we will be bringing you Kearney Catholic Minden. It's a girls-only game at 7 o'clock. Next Thursday, Kearney Lincoln East wrestling here on ESPN. And a foul on Ivy as they try to lob it to the high post with Tej Hadwiger. He ends up on the ground. Garrett Ivy with his second personal foul. But Tej will go to the line to shoot free throws. Hadwiger 4 of 5. Nine points in the game. 6-10 remaining. And the free throw by Hadwiger on the way. And it's good. 
He'll get the bonus. 38-34 York. And Winger takes a deep breath. Elm Creek leads Bertrand at halftime of the boys' championship, 32-20. Second free throw, no good. And Ryan Seavers will grab the rebound. Carney Girls still leading Lincoln High. Halftime, 23-18 in the Hack semifinal. Man, that would be something if they could hold on and get to the championship game. Northeast already upset Pius. Off the screen, long three by Olsen, and he hits it. Wow. Straight away, top of the key, fourth three-pointer fire, Barrett Olsen. And that was a tough one. That was a tough, tough shot, and he knocks it down, 41-34. Back into the ball game, Riley Fisher to Hadwiger, drives in, ball gets deflected right off the noggin of Tim Ballou, our official. He's okay. you got to head that hard. That's not going to hurt. So he'll be fine. Gives everybody else a chuckle since he's fine. And it'll be Amherst ball underneath the hoop. Lob it up to the right elbow. Simmons back inside. Hadwiger got his man Finney in the air but missed it. Boy, he's having tough trouble inside tonight. Finney gets the rebound. Nine boards for Austin Finney. Not able to finish. Now Ivy has an open lane. He loves that one-hand floater off the front of the rim. No good. Snodgrass the rebound. Hit the bottom of the rim. It's no good. Scout Simmons comes out of there with it. As it's amping up right now here at Amherst. Deep three. Adelong didn't get there from the left corner. Rebound brought down by Finney. His 10th coast-to-coast Seavers, and he'll score. Nine points for Seavers and a nine-point lead for York. 43-34. Amherst might need a timeout here. They are in some trouble. Hadwiger to Riesland, back over to Tej. Deep three, it's no good, and that's all they're relying on, and an over-the-back foul on Carter Riesland. That'll be the first foul on Riesland. It's only the fourth team foul, and here is the timeout for Coach Rippon. It'll be a 30-second timeout, 4.45 remaining in the basketball game. York with their largest lead of the day. The Dukes 43 and the Amherst Broncos 34. This time out brought to you by ENT Physicians. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever, no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. High school basketball, we sure appreciate you listening in here on ESPN. Happy New Year from everyone at the Doug and Daddy Show, ESPN Radio, News Channel, Nebraska. Our friends at the Vibe. 4.45 remaining in the boys' championship. 5-1 York leading 8-0 Amherst, 43-34, and it is York basketball. They'll get it in here to Garrett Ivey. And they are going to be in no specific hurry right now. And a foul going to be called. Elo went for the steal on Seavers, didn't get it. The foul on Nolan Elo will be his second. Again, it's just the fifth team foul. You look at free throw shooting percentage, 65% here for York on the season. Finney actually has the best percentage, which would be hard to believe. 
Seavers is 67. You'd probably get it in his hands. Ivy, just 43%. So keep that in mind. He's got the ball. Skip pass over to Snodgrass. Defense, Adelung snuck in from behind, knocked it away. It gets deflected, but York can't get it back. Here comes Amherst through the hands of Hadwiger. They need to take a breath here. Their heart rate's got to be going way too strong. Still four minutes to go. High post Hadwiger. Need a money shot. Elo for three. No. Rebound, though. There's Riesland again. He runs it down to the corner. One of ten from three-point land in the half. How about two of 11? There's one. Scout Simmons. Finally, they're going to keep shooting them. One of them's got to go in, right? 43-37 with 3.40 to go. York will slow it down. Seavers with the basketball on Elo. Brings it to the high post. Fires it underneath. Houston's wide open. He missed the shot, but his putback won't go either. And falling down with the rebound is going to be Riesland. No travel is called. Oh, man, Houston had a golden opportunity. Here's Hadwiger. Left corner. Back out Elo. Got to be smart here if you're Amherst. Don't. Take a shot just because you're feeling it. Take a shot because it's a good one. Just because you made that last three. Riesland on the right elbow. Looks for a cutter. Nobody's covering him. Up top to Elo. Off the screen. Elo has to kick it back out to Hadwiger. Deep three for Tage. No good. Rebound brought down by Garrett Ivey. And we're going to get a timeout here called by York. 2.53 remaining in the ball game, and your score is York 43 and Amherst 37. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Doug Duda back with you here at Amherst. As always, a big thank you to Nathan Dietz and the entire crew here for their hospitality. We will be back at Amherst a week from Saturday for the annual Amherst Wrestling Invitational. So looking forward to that once again. Right now, though, it's basketball. And York has it in the front court, up 43-37, 2.53 remaining in the ball game. They throw it to Ivy. Simmons comes out on him on a man-to-man. He's dribbling in the center circle. Back over to Olsen. When does York pull the trigger here? All they want is layups, you would assume. Ivy back out between the circles. Looking for the screen. Back cut Olsen. They want to double-team Ivy. Skip pass over to Seavers. Seavers into the paint. It's open. He drives. He scoops it up. It's too strong. Oh, man, as York missed some shots here the last couple of minutes. Rebound to Scout Simmons. To Adelung. Again, you don't need a three. Off the screen, it's picked off. Amherst, just their fourth turnover, and Ivy will finish with the layup. That is a killer. That is a killer. 45-37, York by eight. Ivy a little too handsy here on Hadwiger. Stops at the right elbow. That's Simmons, excuse me, to Adelung for another three. Another three that is no good. Rebound brought down by Austin Finney. And they say live by the three, die by the three. Amherst is dying right now. And here is Seavers taking it to the hoop. He's going to get fouled by Nolan Elo. That'll be his third personal foul. Two free throws coming up by Ryan Seavers. First trip to the line, he has nine points. But now we're down to 152. 
And it's already an eight-point lead. Amherst had their chance, down six with the ball. Free throw, Seavers is good. 46-37. Once again, it equals the largest lead of the ball game. When we're done, the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Final stats, coach interview, second free throw, good. Seavers on a team that was not nearly this good last year. And look at them now, 47-37 is your score. Trying to drive into the paint, Hadwiger kicks it into the corner, another three. Elo finally gets one to go, and a timeout will be called here by Amherst after the made three. Now you're kind of in a spot where... The three probably is what you need. 139 remaining in the basketball game, and your score is York 47 and Amherst 40. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or get Give them a call at 308-234-4464. Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trait technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. I'm Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer. Back here on ESPN, excuse me, ESPN Tri-Cities. We will have college football tonight at 7 o'clock. Pre-game a little earlier for Clemson and Tennessee in the Orange Bowl. Let's get back to action here, though. After the Amherst make three and timeout, York will face some full court pressure. Put it in the hands of Ivy. He'll get it to the front court to Seavers right along the sideline. Back out top to McCarthy. Back to Ivy, and there's the foul. As we said, he's just under 50%, but would seem to be kind of a clutch player. And Nolan Elo, that's his fourth foul. And again, you got to be careful here. They're going to bring Adelung in, but Elo and Hadwig or anybody else can foul. Not those two. At the line, Garrett Ivey hasn't shot a free throw, has eight points. Front end of the one and one here for the senior. It's on the way, and it's good. 48-40. Let's watch Barrett Olson here. He got physical with Scout Simmons on that box out. Second free throw, and it's good. So Ivy hits them both. 49-40, 90 seconds to go. York on top. Hadwiger into the front court. The lane's open. He'll drive. He'll cup it. He'll shoot it off the window and good. Hadwiger now with 12 points. He just didn't have a lot of success there. And then trying to steal the inbounds. We're going to get another foul. They were trying to trap. It's on Hadwiger. So he has four. Elo has four. And a one and one coming up at the other end. And it's going to be Ryan Seavers. Two of two at the line. 11 points. York's not even going to put anybody on the lane here. Probably have to agree with them. Front end of the one and one. Good. 
50-42. to 42. Both teams well below their season average. Second free throw. Seavers missed that one. And the rebound brought down by Scout Simmons. Outlet pass Hadwiger. He wants to take it all the way in. At Finney spins. Layup is good. Another bucket by Hadwiger. 50-44. to 44, A minute 10 to go. Seavers hustles up the floor. They've got a three on two. Bounce pass Olsen. Layup good. They attacked instead of holding back. 52-44, a minute to go. Hadwiger pushes it up the floor on the right wing. Looks for Simmons off the screen. If they shoot a three, it's got to go. There's a three. It hits the rim. It won't go. Rebound brought down by Marshall McCarthy. That's who they wanted to foul. He got rid of the basketball out to Finney. Players collide, and they're on the floor. Hadwiger, Simmons, Finney. Simmons is the one that landed a little awkwardly. The foul is actually on Austin Adelung, his first. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Both players trying to walk this off. Now the officials trying to decide who should be shooting free throws. I would believe it's Austin Finney. And Finney, as we said, is the best free throw shooter on the team so far this season at 77%. He has not shot a free throw tonight. Final one-and-one situation for York. It's a round and out. No good. Rebound brought down by Hadwiger, his seventh. Down by eight. Tage is fouled way out here before he even gets to the three-point line by Finney. His second. And that's the ninth team foul. So now Hadwiger will shoot free throws. Hopefully plural. Got to make the first to get the second. 42 seconds to go. York 52, Amherst 44, but Hadwiger could cut it to six right here with a bucket with a pair of free throws. First free throw by Hadwiger is good. Six in the quarter, 15 in the game for the junior Tage Hadwiger. And the second free throw. On the way, it's short, and the rebound brought down by Barrett Olson, and an immediate foul with 41 seconds to go. As Olson will trek to the other end, but we are in a double bonus, and Olson is 71%. That's five out of seven so far this year. Tonight, he's one out of two. He's got a game-high 17 points. The foul on Riley Fisher, his second, and now Amherst has to hope that It gets really cold above that York rim. Free throw up, and there's the first one clanking. No good. Amherst has two timeouts remaining, so still a glimmer of hope here. Score and call your timeouts. But they need help. They need York to miss free throws and maybe give them a turnover. Second free throw now for Olsen. On the way, and it's good. So Olsen hits one of two, six in the quarter, 18 in the game. Up the floor quickly. Tad Hadwiger dribbled it off the leg of the opponent and turned it over. Just going too quick. Foul called. Knowing they needed to get up the floor and get something going, we're going to get a timeout instead of a foul. It's a timeout here by the York Dukes with 34 seconds remaining here in quarter number four. York looks to be in pretty good shape now. They lead it by a score of 53-45. to 45. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. 
We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Let's give you a college football update here on ESPN. Five bowl games going on today. Pittsburgh edges UCLA 37-35. South Carolina leads Notre Dame 31-24. Seven and a half to go in the third. Headed to halftime, Wyoming leads Ohio 14-11. Earlier today, Maryland beat North Carolina State 16-12. Tomorrow, it's Alabama-Kansas State at 11 here on ESPN. Then the national semifinals, Michigan-TCU at 3, Ohio State-Georgia at 7. Back to action as York easily gets it into the backcourt here to Ivy, and he'll be fouled by Keegan Killen. 31 seconds remaining in the ballgame. Ivy stroked a couple home the last time he was there. He has six in the quarter, ten in the game. And York theoretically needs two more points to officially put this thing away. And Ivy takes his time, puts it up, and in. 54-45. York's on the road for a long time after this. They were home on the 16th. They won't be back home until... The 17th of January, they go to Schuyler, Northwest, Central Catholic, and Crete coming out of this tournament. Second free throw on the way, and it's good. And they will be favored in those first three. Crete's undefeated. Inbounds pass comes to Nolan Elo. Looking for a three. Instead, he'll just drive in, lay it up, and score. No timeout was called. There it is. Let a couple seconds roll off the clock. Nolan Elo now with 11 points in the basketball game. Timeout on the floor with 23 seconds remaining here. York 55, Amherst 47. We'll just go ahead and keep it here and remind you that Amherst's next basketball action, we talked about that girls' schedule. The boys have three. They just don't happen to play next Saturday in the showcase. Hosting Wood River Tuesday, then off to Ansley Litchfield on Thursday the 5th, and a week from tonight they are at Overton. Their next home game Tuesday, then two road games. Later in the month, Alma and Pleasanton, who have got off to good starts. Then Gibbon, Wilcox, Hildreth, and Highline. So they're going to have some decent competition to face here. Throughout the month, getting closer to the holiday tournament. Let's get you a score update from Ravenna. The Ravenna girls leading Overton at the half, 19-15. Ravenna number 10 in D1, Overton number 4 in D2. Heck of a battle going on in that one. The Carney girls were leading at halftime. They have moved into the second half of play down at Lincoln High. And it is Carney 23 to 22, two minutes into that quarter. Broken Bow girls fall to Adams Central 58-37 out in the Alliance Holiday Tournament. That'll be a long trip back. Donovan Trumbull boys beat Hershey 58-36 to win the Hershey Holiday Tournament. And we get another foul here. Going to be the second on Austin Adelung, stopping the clock with 22 seconds. Barrett Olson is there, just made one of two. He's two of four in the game. He's three of five, 56-47. 
Kearney girls now a one-point lead over Lincoln, 25-24. Three minutes to go in the third quarter of play in the Hack semifinals. Don't forget the Hack championship girls and boys tomorrow start at 12-15 on News Channel Nebraska. Second free throw also good by Olsen. He's got eight in the quarter and a game-high 20 points. 20 seconds to go. Hadwiger takes a big step, throws up the runner, no good. Rebound brought down by Finney. One more foul. That's it. Eric Rippon's going to say, let's not do that anymore. And York's going to win the game probably by the biggest margin they've led by. They have not led by more than 10. They go to the line with a 10-point lead here. Riesland with the second foul. Finney to shoot two. And Coach Laberty is going to clear the bench. So the York boys and girls winning their first tournament titles in the young amount of time that they've been here. Finney's free throw in and out, no good. And here comes... A variety of different players into the ball game, including Carter Stenger, Riley Clark. Houston's back in there. We do not have number 11. Let me double check on our backup roster here. I don't have number 11 anywhere, so I apologize for that. Second free throw, Austin Finney is up and in. And... He'll check out. Snodgrass back in. 58-47, 13 seconds to go. As the Amherst Holiday Tournament comes to an end, Scout Simmons into the corner. Adelung tries the three-pointer. It is good. And they'll let the clock run out. The final score, the York Dukes 58 and the Amherst Broncos 50. York hands Amherst their first loss of the year. They will be 8-1, while York improves to 6 and one on the season. Coming up, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We'll have the final stats. We'll talk with the coach, Eric Rippon. So stay with us here on ESPN Tri-Cities and News Channel Nebraska.com. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Relationships matter. Success in agriculture depends on many things. This is Michael Bauer with Town & Country Bank. Among the most important are relationships that you can count on. Relationships with people who understand the risks you face, who help navigate complicated situations, and who deliver on their promises. We at Town & Country Bank are people you can count on. Relationships matter. Town & Country Bank. Member FDIC. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. And welcome back to Amherst, where the photos are being taken and the buses are 
Warming up for York. It's time for the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. The boys' final. York outscores Amherst in the fourth quarter, 22 to 19, and they win the ball game by a score of 58 to 50. Let's take a look now at the final numbers I had for Amherst. Austin Adelung, 13 points. Eight of those were in that fourth quarter of play. Nolan Elo, 11 points, two rebounds. Keegan Killen had a rebound. Carter Riesland, four points and a team-high nine rebounds. Scout Simmons, seven points, five rebounds. And Tage Hadwiger, 15 points to lead the way. He had six of those in the fourth quarter. He also had seven rebounds. Amherst was down one at the half, 20 points. They scored 30 in the second half, 50 points, 24 rebounds. Eight out of 12 at the free throw line. From three-point land, though, just seven out of 27. So right about 28% there for Amherst. They had only five turnovers. So that was not the problem in the basketball game. Once again, they took care of the ball. Remember, they didn't have a single turnover in the first half. Their varsity had one turnover in the entire game yesterday against Kearney Catholic, but not to be here today as Amherst will fall to 8-1 and one on the season. The runner-up here in the holiday tournament, they're back home Tuesday against Wood River. For the York Dukes, they shot a lot of free throws in that fourth quarter, and that's how they were able to score 22 points. 4-4 four four in that quarter was Garrett Ivey. He had 8 points in the fourth quarter, and he ends up with 12 points and 3 rebounds. Marshall McCarthy, 3 rebounds. Leighton Snodgrass had a couple of threes in the first half. 6 points, 4 rebounds, and a block shot. Ryan Seavers ends up with 12 points, 2 rebounds. Ryan Houston, 3 points, 3 rebounds. Austin Finney, had five points and a game-high 11 rebounds in the contest. And for Barrett Olson, he led all scores today. He had 20 points, 14 of those in the second half. He hit four three-pointers. He had six rebounds in the contest. 21 points in the first half, 37 in the second half. And York will finish with 58 points, 32 rebounds. 4, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. They were 11 of 15 from the free throw line there in the fourth quarter, which made them 13 of 19 in the basketball game. Three-point shooting, they kind of slowed it down in the second half, but they were 3 of 4 according to my numbers in the second half after going 4 of 12 in the first half. So 7 of 16 from three-point land, one block shot, 10 turnovers, and York improves to 6 and 1 with a 58 to 50 win over the Amherst Broncos. And York will be on the road for quite a while. They go to Schuyler Tuesday and then Grand Island Northwest next Saturday, the following week to Central Catholic and to Crete. We'll take a break and give you a score update and talk with the head coach, Eric Rippon, right after this on the New West Postgame Show. CHS Agri-Service Center is proud of the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the game. CHS Agri-Service Center in Alma, Holdridge, Bertrand, Loomis, Roseland, Smithfield, Overton, Bladen, Blue Hill, and Elm Creek. People and resources you can count on always. 
Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. And Doug Duda back with you on the New West Post Game Show. Head coach Eric Rippon making his way up here and doesn't make it any easier. I mean, this basketball team, let's see, in the last year and a half, they are 29 and 5. Make it 6, I guess, counting the state tournament from last year. But those 6 always seem to stand out. And Eric, you knew you had a good uh, York basketball team here, and they made a few more from the arc than you guys did. Uh, Barrett Olson, 20 points, and that's something that you're pointing at, and you probably just didn't expect that that could happen in this basketball game. You did the job on Seavers, and uh, another couple guys uh, were hot. Yeah, um, we knew we knew Olson could shoot it. Um, we didn't hope he'd shoot it as good as he did tonight, but he definitely shoots it a lot. Um, you know, and when you let a guy get hot, you know, you've got to find him, and we lost him a couple times in some big moments, and I really thought he was a spark plug to kind of, you know, we got up 7, 28, 21, and then we let him go on a huge run. And, I, again, I think he was kind of the spark plug, you know, of it. And I think their kids just kind of dug deep. We knew, I mean, basketball is a game of runs, you know. And we went on a run, and then they answered the run with just a little bit bigger of one. And our kids kind of got, you know, shocked, I think, a little bit. And, um, you know, ball just didn't go in the hoop for us. You know, saw a lot of good things. But, um, you know, our two-point percentage around the rim was – was not very good, you know, definitely early, um, you know, and we were down one in the first half, and we get some of those. It's, you know, maybe an eight-point game of our lead, you know, whatever, and then, you know, we just get tired. Threes don't start falling, and um, what? but that's a credit to York, too. I mean, very good, very good basketball team, so. What would you say about your shot selection, especially after York uh, came back from that seven-point deficit in the second half? Uh, I thought we rushed. thought we rushed some shots. Um, again, I thought we settled. Um, you know, I'm okay with us shooting threes, but I'd rather have liked us to, you know, go through our offense and work into it and, you know, maybe get a drive into a kick-out three. A lot of our threes were just, you know, swing passes from wing to wing or out around the three-point line, and we kind of just hold it. And, like, oh, I'll realize they're two, three feet off us. We're going to shoot it, um, you know, and – Again, total confidence in our guys to do that, but you got to realize when things aren't going the right way, we've got to find the way. You know, we've got to find a way to get buckets um, inside and in the paint and use them. You know that well, but um, you know, and again, we got tired. So you know, you get tired, you're not thinking as well, and um, you kind of just start to settle for some things. And I thought, you know, again, that's what we did. But um, you know, we'll learn from this. And you know, overall, it was a good, it was a good game for us. Talking with Eric Rippin, the head coach at Amherst. Um, yeah, we talked about it. Tej knows it. He had about four of them that just he drives and it hits the rim, and then all of a sudden, well, let's quit doing that. Let's shoot the three-pointer. You know, Austin's two late threes. He kind of help out his point total as well in there. So as far as those falling, 7 of 27 in the ball game from three-point land, 8 of 12 from the free throw line. Uh, from a physical standpoint, what kind of a ball game did you think it was? And I'm not saying fouls were or weren't called because that's not what I mean at all, but nobody has a 6'5 guy down there, and uh, you do want to take it to the hoop, and they do want to take it to the hoop. And what did you think about the physicality in the game and the way both teams played in the paint? Yeah, um, you know, we haven't seen, you know, a team near this big, 
yet this year. And again, we know the teams that hopefully we're going to be playing later on in the season are going to, you know, are going definitely going to have size like this. Um, and so again, that's why we've got to learn from it. And again, I, you know, I'm not worried. I know we're gonna. I know we're gonna finish better. You know, and be, you know, games like that. But at the same instance, um, you know, it's good for us to to learn from. And um, I thought the refs let us play both physical, and I I was completely fine with that and whatnot. But he, uh, you know, again, we've gotta we've gotta learn from it. We gotta learn to be stronger. We can't just because a team's bigger just rely on the three you know three ball to fall at all times. And like you said, seven to twenty seven. That's um, that's not ideal, you know. I mean, we're going to shoot a lot of threes. Everyone, I think, knows that. Um, but we've got to, we've got to definitely be able to finish down low through some contact. Um, so, um, but again, that's that's what we learn. We take things away from this. Um, Tage is a great player, and he he just didn't have it, you know, at the rim. But he did a lot of good other things. Carter, he's going to finish at the rim, different things, you know, and whatnot. So. I thought Carter played great. I did. No, Carter, I thought Carter, Carter played great. Did, he's a, you never talk about kids that. Don't score 15 points again. He played great. Yeah, and again, Carter, Riley, Fisher, um, Keegan, Killen, they come in. They come in, and um, they, we ask them to do a lot of the dirty things. You know, those other four guys are really our scores. And I tell you what, Carter Carter hustles his tail off. Carter plays hard defense, um, and he does a lot of little things. Keegan, probably one of our best defenders coming off. Riley Fisher is a great basketball IQ and everything. So, um, you know, and those kids got to buy their time, but... Um, you know, again, ball just didn't fall our way, and we'll learn from it and move on from there. But um, credit to York. You know, they came in and just, um, I think maturity-wise, just got it tonight. Now you get to go be dad. <laughs> yeah. How old's the boy? Four. four. What's his name again? Grayson. Okay, Grayson's up here. He wants to know what daddy's doing. Heck, <laughs> that's what daddy's wondering, too. What am I doing talking to this guy on the radio? Okay, we'll let you out of here with this. What You, you talked about learning from this. What do you think you learned? What do you address the first thing in practice? What was the most glaring thing that came out of this ball game tonight? Being patient on offense. You know, don't settle. When things are going bad, don't settle. Um, you know, and we got to find ways to score, you know, outside of three, outside of the three-point, you know, line. When things aren't going right, we've got to be able to get downhill. Um, I thought we had great cuts that we missed kind of early on. So, um, just again, just going back to the basics, little things. Um, it's nothing major that we need to change. I thought, again, a lot of good things. Missed a lot of open shots that just didn't fall. So, it's not anything that we need to change drastically. Just, again, learning to be a little stronger and just being patient when things are going bad. All right, man. Happy New Year. Grayson's father, Eric Rippin, <laughs> with us here on the post game, and uh, we'll see you after the first of the year. Yeah, appreciate it, Doug. Thanks for coming down and doing this. Thanks, Eric. Another great holiday tournament in the books. We've been bouncing back and forth between Amherst and Kearney Catholic, so it'll be back at Kearney next year, and York will be the defending champion. So once again, if you missed any of the action from earlier today, let's go ahead and pass that information along to you. We've also got another score update for you. The Ravenna girls now have a 32-24 to lead against Overton at the end of the third quarter in the Ravenna Holiday Tournament. So a great top ten battle that is going on right there. Also, the Carney High girls are battling Lincoln High in the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament uh, semifinals. We'll get you an update on that here in just a moment. And let's see if we can go ahead and give you one. The latest that we have on that ball game is Lincoln leading Carney 34-33. 
with five and a half to go in that basketball game. That is the latest from Lincoln. All right, first game today, it was the girls' consolation. What a good game it was. St. Cecilia and Kearney Catholic play again on the 14th over at Hastings here on ESPN today. St. Cecilia won at 56-48. to Avery Kissinger hit five threes, 22 points. Tatum Krikak, 12 points. Ryan Sabotka, 10 points and seven rebounds. St. Cecilia is now 8-2. and Kearney Catholic is 5-3. and Jenna Cruzy 14 points. Alexis Keim, 13 points. London Carnes, 10 points. Callie Squires, 8 points and 6 rebounds. In the boys' game, St. Cecilia led Kearney Catholic 22-21 at the half. One at 51-41. 12 points for Hayden DeMuth. 11 for Quinn Rosno. 9 for Cooper Butler. 8 for Braxton Wiles. Landon Adil led Kearney Catholic with 18. Carson Murphy and Owen Axman each had nine. St. Cecilia is now five and five. Carney Catholic is three and six. Girls championship. Uh, uh, Amherst actually led after the first quarter 11 to 10, but then were down 27-16 at the half and could never really make any kind of a run. 53-34, 10 of 19 from three-point land for the York girls. 15 points for Mia Burke. 12 for Kirsten Portwine on four threes, 10 for Chloe Cook, and 9 points, 10 rebounds for Lauren Hagedome. For Amherst, 27 of the 34 points for Hannah Herrick. Amherst is now 6-3. and three. York is 7-1. and one. And finally, Amherst boys 8-1, and one. York 6-1, 58-50. York with the victory, 20 points for Barrett Olson and 6 rebounds, 12 apiece for Ryan Sievers and Garrett Ivey for the Dukes. For Amherst, Tage Hadwiger, 15 points, 7 rebounds, 13 13 points for Austin Adelung, 11 points for Nolan Elo, and Carter Riesland had four points but nine rebounds to lead his team. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show, certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Been a great 2020. Two. Let's hope it's a great 2023. Have a safe New Year's, everyone. One update, Lincoln is one on a run. They lead the Kearney girls 42-33, three and a half to go in the ball game. We will be back with you Tuesday here on ESPN. Kearney High hosting North Platte. That begins at 5-15. While the Kearney Catholic girls Tuesday night will host Minden. That is varsity only. JVs, but varsity girls only, 7 o'clock. And we will have that on the Vibe 98.9. We'll be back here a week from Saturday for the Amherst Wrestling Invite as well. For all of us at NewsChannelNebraska.com and ESPN, this is Doug Duda saying thanks for joining us. Our coverage of college football coming up here on ESPN, including tonight's Orange Bowl between Clemson and Tennessee. Thank you for being a part of this ESPN Tri-Cities High School Sports Presentation. For a complete broadcast schedule, coaches' interviews, and past game recordings, head to newschannelnebraska.com. And thanks for listening to ESPN Tri-Cities.